Hi friend, I'm Rick Pasquale. I know God has a word for you today. As you listen, let God speak to you. He loves you and he has a great plan for your life. Now join us live for our service. Now some of you are looked at this tent today and said, what in the world is that? Some of you walked in here and said, oh, they forgot to put something away today. And uh, we have not forgotten to put something away. Um, it is sermon for today and the slides and the subject that we deal with today is on Jabez and uh, his tent. But this entire month, we're going to believe God is going to talk to you about expansions. If you expand, blessings come. I want you to look at your neighbor and say, a blessing is about to come to you. Would you say that? Okay, some of you did not look at your neighbor. Look at your neighbor and say, a blessing is about to come to you. And each, um, each week um, this year, we're going to talk about places, places that miracles happen. Our text for this month is found in 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verse number 10, but I want to read verse number 9 because this is the beginning of his prayer. Jabez was more honorable than his brother's. His mother had named him Jabez, saying, I gave birth to him in pain. Wow. Verse number 10 says, Jabez cried out to God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me. How many want God's hand to be with you? No, wait, wait. I could understand the Italians' only speakers pausing for a moment right there. Because I got to make sure the translator got you the information, but most of you that just didn't raise your hand are English speakers. That concerns me. Why wouldn't you want the blessing of God? Do you know what? God's ready to bless you, but you got to do your part. And you're going to hear that in this message today. So how many want to receive blessings from God? Some of you, I'm not sure. I'm not I, I, I don't get it at all, but it's okay. Jabez cried out to God of Israel. So he was born in pain. That's what his mom says. Jabez gets older. He cries out to God of Israel, and he wants his blessing. Enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me. Keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. 
And God granted the request. Listen, if that can happen for Jabez, it can happen for you. Okay, I'm going to say that again. If it can happen for him, it can happen for you. Last month we preached that prayer works. I believe that. My prayers for those kids today, I pray it works, and, but I believe it will work. Wouldn't it be incredible if each one of those children grow up with any kind, no kind, no stoppage, no hurt, no pain, no sin, all the days of their life? Wouldn't that be awesome? Hello? The parents should be yelling, yay, God, I believe, I want that to happen. And we want that to happen. But God is ready to protect and bless, but we have to do it God's ways. So last month, we said that prayer works, and we taught you about praying, and we taught you about the, the, the Egyptians thinking that they could come after the nation of Israel and that the Red Sea was going to stop them. Nothing can stop your God. Amen. And when the Red Sea opened up, and the miracle happened. Blessings started coming on the nation of Israel. They saw, wow, I can walk in the middle of the Red Sea and God parted the waters and stood that up. The blessing continued. They get to the other side after a full day's journey. Stand on the other side, a million people. They look down into the Red Sea. Here's Pharaoh's army and the waters collapse on them and destroyed them. You talk about blessings. God will take care of your enemies. I'm going to say that again. God will take care of your enemies. Because I believe that miracles happen. I hope that you believe miracles can happen. Because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. You believe that? He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So if he can do the Red Sea 3,500 years ago, he can take care of you today. So our theme this month is the place of expansion. It comes from this prayer of Jabez. The place. So the man Jabez was from the tribe of Judah. He settled uh, as the first generation of the nation of Israel into the promised land, Canaan. And the current location of that, if you are someone that studies geography and history, is near a city, today's city, in Bethlehem of Israel. And the town was named Jabez. So those of you that know anything about the 
Bible and the history of the nation of Israel, when God took them out of the country of Egypt in captivity for all those years, took them through the wilderness, they go through the Red Sea, they go across the Jordan, they end up dividing the land into the 12 tribes. And Jabez was of the tribe of Judah. So he was already given a section of land. You can see it there. It's kind of one of the largest sections. It's kind of an orangish looking guy. And if you look in your Bibles, almost every Bible has some maps, either at the beginning or at the end, and sometimes they're in the middle. But a collection of maps. This is the nation of Israel and how it was originally divided. Well, Jabez and his family was put in an area, and he's so famous and so well-known, they give him a name, his name, they name a city after him. That's amazing to me. That doesn't say anything in the Bible like that. But in my studies... I found that he was so influential that the people of influence, the people that other people looked at during this transition of giving them this land of the tribes and the families in the tribes, they divided it up and gave the head guy the name and they named that area after him. So it automatically says, here's a lady that thinks that the birth of this child has brought great pain. Okay, so that's how he begins his life. You have been given great pain. You've given me great pain. You're a pain. You're a problem. This is how he grows up. He gets older, and the blessings of God must be coming on him because he must be one that follows God. And because he follows God, even in his prayer, he says, no pain. <laughs> he must have had that word put in his head for so long. Pain. <laughs> You're the guy that brings pain. <laughs> You're the one that gives problem. Pain, 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 pain. That's all he could think of. But he says, I don't want pain. I pray that's your prayer today. I pray that you say, I don't want no pain. Has anybody ever had a pain? Okay, five people in the whole room has ever had a pain. Has anybody ever had a pain? Okay. Ooh. But this place is extremely important. You know, it's kind of hard to find a few thousand-year-old tent for a picture so that you can kind of view. And even after I looked at what our media team was able to help us with, I thought, well, I don't think they had exactly those kind of beds. But you get the gist of it. That's not exactly Jabez's tent. But the point of the matter is, in those days, 
a lot of them lived in tents. Because Jabez is saying in his prayer, expand my tent. And this place is so important because Jabez is saying to God in his prayer. That's why month one was prayer works. If Jabez now is saying prayer works, if you are saying now that prayer works, expand. Expansion. Growth. I don't want to stay in the same spot. I want God to expand me. I want God to enlarge my territory. Do you hear what I'm saying? God, you're a big God, so do big things in my life. So if there's a need, because if this place happens, there's got to be a need for it to happen. So... We put this tent on this stage today. Live stream, you're going to have to work with these camera people today, all you thousands of people that are watching around the world. You guys get to just turn your head slightly. Now, we practiced this this week, but we didn't practice this next section, okay? So, you pretend, I'm sure that he had no aluminum poles like this. But I do know he had a tent, and he's given a tent, and he has um, said, this is where I'm going to live, and this is where my family's going to live. So Jabez is, is in this story, make him be you, okay? So all of you take on the name Jabez for just, just this sermon and watch. So here you are, and, and this is Jabez now, or this is me, or this is you. And I would like all of you right there in this first row, I want you to come here. Come here. I want you to just stand in this area right here. Just get on stage and stand there. Now, we got plenty of room, don't we? Look at that. They had no idea I was going to do this. I never asked them. You guys are next. And, and, but in my tent right now, I have, I have room, right? In the camera, people can't see. All right? But, but you have plenty of room. You can, Meshach, why don't you stand over there for a second? Ivy, why don't you stand over there for a second? Watch your head, okay? Why don't you stand right there? You can, you can even move. Come over here a little bit. You can, you can even move around a little bit if you wanted. We could have a table, and we could have plenty of food, right? It could happen because I've got room inside my tent. Okay, now the next two rows, you come here. Come on. Come on, not, too, not in three hours from now. Thank you, thank you. Wow, I still have room in my tent, right? So we could put a table here, and you could cook some food, right? And even if you're a guest, you can come to my tent. I I like it. You're in my tent today. Uh, I I want the next two groups. Come here. Come on, bend fast. This is a, I don't want to be here all day preaching this message. All right. Look, now, now my tent's getting a little crowded, isn't it? All right, I, I need the next two rows. Come here. Come on. Faster you get here, the faster this sermon's over. <laughs> now we're getting a little crowded, aren't we? Oh. 
I, I don't know if we can get a, tent, uh, a table in our tent any now. I think we're, we're out of space. We have no tent uh, big enough now uh, that, that we, could, we could have a table. And we definitely couldn't put a chair in here because only two would maybe get to sit down or no one, right? So, uh, but you're not really too crowded yet, are you? You could stand there for the rest of the sermon, right? Okay, the rest, two more rows. Come here. Come on, next two rows. Now, don't be slower than they were. Be faster than they were. The next two rows, you're about to come in a minute, so get ready. Come on, come on. Come on. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Come on a little faster. Just get on up here. Oh, next two rows, please come. Come on. Bring the baby, Julia. The baby will work up here. <laughs> Baby's getting tense. Thank you for coming. You're probably saying, what kind of church is this? The pastor brings everybody on stage. Get on in here. Come on, come on, come on. All right, all right, all right, all right. Oh, we even got babies in church. Oh, isn't this great? Huh. You see how crowded this is, right? Now, we definitely couldn't have a, a, a table in this, in this tent. None of you could sit down. You're going to have to stand, right? And now it's a little bit crowded, isn't it? You're not comfortable. Some of you are really It's like we're on the bus today, right? Or one of the metro stops. You know, and people are pushing you around a little bit. I want, I want in. I want, right? That's our city we live in. If you're new to our city, that's, that's what we encounter all the time. Okay, next two rows, come on. Come on, come on, come on. Don't be the slowest just because you sit in the back of the church. Come on. Come on. Squeeze in, squeeze in. Uh, uh, now see, some of them can't even get in the tent now because there's just too many people, right? It, the tent's not big enough. I, I, even, if, even if I could maybe extend the tent out here, then I could only put a few more people in this, right? So my tent needs to be a place of expansion. i got to expand this thing. Because if I want more people to get up here, i got to make this bigger. You understand what I'm saying over there? And, and right now you're probably saying, hurry and make it bigger or hurry and let me sit down. Because I'm getting uncomfortable standing up here, right? It's not comfortable standing up there. Because right now there's about 50,000 people watching you. Seriously. Especially all you right here that are in the light. There's, there's thousands of people watching you right now on that cam right there. See that? Hey. Will you give all my friends a hand today? Thank you. You can be seated. Watch your step. Don't fall. Don't injure yourself. If you do, ask Ben. He'll pay for it. Okay. Now, that's a lot of people. Matter of fact, you know how many that is? That's 55 people that were under that tent. 55, 55 people were under there. All right? Now, you can see there's a need. I mean, the tent wasn't big enough for those 55 people. 
None of them were comfortable. You should have seen them close. Some were saying, oh, I can't believe the pastor had. Some of the new friends, that first time in the room, they're thinking, who is this guy? Total stranger would make me walk up on stage in front of all those people. Jabez was saying to the Lord, Lord, I need you to expand this. I'm grateful for where I am, but I need you to expand this. So first of all, there's a physical need for the expansion. Look at the numbers. It's not hard to figure out that there's a need. Okay, now look around this room. You can see it's hard to even find a chair in this room. You have to get here pretty early. I know people get here early because they got their little chair and they get here early. So some of you have to sit way back there or way back over there because somebody got here an hour early so they could have their chair. I got that. I want you to know that our church needs to expand. I'm just telling you. Our parking lot needs to expand. How many of you drove a car to church today? Raise your hand up real high. How easy was it to find a parking spot? Okay? It's not easy, is it? Because we have none. We have zero. Crazy. I think a church should have a parking lot. We need to expand. You, if you could walk back there today and you could see our only two kids' rooms, you would see that all those kids that you see that filled up all that section just to watch their buddies, and we had already taken out the little kids, and we pushed them over there so at least those bigger kids could watch. They need all kinds of room over there. Can you imagine putting 50 tiny or bigger kids like seven, eight, nine-year-olds in one room? That's crazy. But that's what they do every week. And they allow those kids not too much space. I need to expand our children's area. We just built another section to our media booth. It's gotten bigger because we're just doing more. That booth needs to be bigger than what it is. Our, our overflow area, we have none. <laughs> we got people sitting way back there in the back in a, in a row that the, the, sometimes we let the ushers sit in. The ushers have to give up their chairs. There is a time. This is the place for expansion. So what do you need to expand physically? A new building would help. Bigger tent would help. Bigger kids' room would help. But I believe you can look at this personally. Some of you need to expand your business. And you're waiting, waiting, waiting. I believe this year you should expand. And your business get bigger. But you have to step out in faith to believe God for the expansion. 
It's called faith walk. It's a belief and a trust that God will help you. Some of you in your education need to keep going. We have so many university students that attend our church. Let me tell you, I'm so proud of you university students that have come from all over the world. You found yourself in Rome going to one of our universities, and and I'm proud of you for doing that. But you can't get enough education. So keep that testing and and the struggle of of the exams and all the extra work. Don't think, no, I gotta quit. No. Expand. Keep thinking. Keep believing. Not only is there a physical expansion, but there's a spiritual expansion that's needed. I believe Jabez had a twofold prayer. I think the first prayer was, get my tent bigger. But I believe that his prayer could have been for a spiritual condition in his life. There's not a person in this room, including your pastor, that does not need to expand spiritually. Hello? We need to expand. Enlarge our faith. Let us have more faith to believe God for miracles in our lives. Let us have more holiness. Let us have more patience. Let us have more humility. Let us have more grace. Let there be an expansion. Don't you want more grace in your life? Hello? Don't you want more mercy in your life? I don't know about you, but I would like to have my wisdom enlarged. I'd like to have more wisdom. Because if I have more wisdom, I, I can be a better pastor. I can be a better preacher. I get more wisdom. I think that second part of that, the enlargement is the understanding. Ask for wisdom, I believe God will give you wisdom. But I think there's also an understanding that we all need. We need to understand his word. We need to understand each other. We need to understand what God is doing in our lives and in our families. There's an a, there's a expansion spiritually that we're talking about. Perhaps we're asking God to expand in the area of our health. Some of you, I know your story, and and some of you have come every week, and and you still need some help in the area of health. We have one of our dear sisters is in the hospital right now. She needs God to intervene on her behalf. She has pneumonia, and that's not good. But God can reach down and expand and do a miracle for her. Don't you believe that? Don't you believe in the expansion of health in each of our lives? I think that so many times we think that Jabez's prayer was simply just expand the tent. Just get the tent bigger. If the tent gets bigger, then it's all going to get better. No, my friend. I think if it gets bigger spiritually first, the tent comes later. Hello? I want God to expand me spiritually. And then just naturally, this will get bigger. I think it's okay if I stand over here. 
That camera guy back there, he's been trained. He knows how to move that camera from there to there without going like that. You've seen it on TV when somebody's made a mistake and and they jiggle the TV or jiggle the camera and you think, oh my, what were they doing? See, our camera people are so great. I could walk over here and it's just smooth and I step over here and it's smooth. So those thousands of people that are watching right now in whatever country they're watching, they say, man, that camera guy's good. Expansion. I trust that God will help me over here too. I trust that God helps me inside the tent. But I think God can help me outside the tent. Even if I don't have the covering of the tent, God can help me over here. And some of us want to live our lives like this. Oh, God. Oh, God. Help me, help me, help me, help me. I'm trusting you, God, but I'm not letting go. Uh-huh. Anybody with me? Because it's very easy for us to say, no, no, no. I've known this for a long time. I like it being right in here. But God's asking us to step out a little bit, expand a little bit. Jabez's prayer is for each of us. This should be our prayer. Let us expand our faith to believe that with God all things are possible. Let us let go of the things that have kept us from being the fulfillment of God's mercy and grace in our lives. Let us quit holding on to all this stuff that's been in our past and say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust God. And if, and if I'm going to walk with God, even in the valley of the shadow of death, I'm not going to fear. I'm going to believe that God is going to be for me and God God is going to be with me. And even if I have to walk over here, I know that I can trust in my God. Because the same God that brought me to this promised land is the same God that's going to keep me in the promised land. Hear me? So if that's true, that it also could be a spiritual expansion in our lives, then what is going to come Number three, it's going to be the blessing. Blessings come. The song says, count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your many blessings, see what God hath done. Now, I was going to ask Meshach to lead us in that song today because I'm sure that Meshach would know how to sing that song. But we're not going to take time to do that. (laughs) After church, you can ask Brother Meshach how to sing that song. It's a hymn. How many, let's just take a poll, Meshach. How many know that song, Count Your Blessings? Okay, so half of this room, okay? The other half of you won't raise your hand if I'm giving $100 away or if I'm asking you to please raise your hand. Some of you are just that stubborn and bullheaded. Whether you know the song or not, the writer was trying to communicate that God gives us many blessings. In the expansion process, the blessings of God are going to keep coming. Are you listening? We're going to expand, but God's blessings are not just over here. God's blessings was in the wilderness. God's blessings was in the Red Sea. 
but God's blessings are going to extend over here. I'm now in Canaan land. I may have some enemies that I got to fight. There may be some difficulties, but the blessings of God are still going to come upon me because I believe God. Hear me. Some of you are in this category right now. You're not sureing. You're not sure. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, I need a, oh, 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 oh. But I want the blessings. I want the blessings of God. I want the windows of heaven opened. Each of these men and women that come up here to take the offering every week, they're trying to teach you something. That if you trust God with your finances, God is going to bless you. Okay, seven people said amen on that. Hear me. How many would like to have more money? My God. Jesus, help my people. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> I can't believe that some of you in this room would say, no, I don't need no more money. I got so much money, I don't need any more money. Well, let me have a chat with you after church because I want to buy a building and I need you to pay for it. You got that much money. <laughs> but all of us should be saying... I want the blessings of God in my life. He knows how to take care of his children. Jabez was saying, bless me, Lord. I mean, he already has a town named after him. If you do the history on who he was, he did a whole lot of educating. He was a leader amongst leaders. He was a man that was blessed by God. But he was born into pain. And too many people live their life going backwards of saying this is what was said about me 20 years ago or 15 years ago or 100 years ago for you older people. I'm just telling you, sometimes there's a time in our life that we got to say, this is what I used to be. I used to be in pain, but God has delivered me, and I'm coming into a new day in God. Listen. Because most of you know that I played American football. The American football is you hit people. You, you know, this football over here, you just kick a ball. And you slide and knock people over. But, uh, you know, I'm just telling you, with European football, African football, South American football, everybody else's football except for American, even their style football when they kick that ball and it doesn't go into the goal, boom, they don't say, oh, I'm terrible, I stink, I gotta, I gotta quit. They get back up and they say, no, 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 no. I know that I've trained. I know that I've worked. I know that I've practiced. And it's going to come my time in the right spot. I'm going to get another opportunity. It may be a little bit harder for me, but I'm going to kick that ball sometime in this game, and I'm going to score. There has to come that in your life. Though I may have had some difficulties over here, I know God is bringing me over here. And this place of the expansion is only going to get God's blessings. God doesn't lead you to the promised land without blessing you. Milk and honey. Giant grapes. I mean, 
You know the story of the promised land. I mean, look at the blessings that these people got. Incredible blessings. Didn't mean there wasn't no more enemies. Didn't mean there weren't Jericho walls. It doesn't mean there, there weren't problems. But they trusted in God. Because they remembered the Red Seas. They remembered the deserts. They remembered the problems. And it's okay for us to remember where we've come from. But it's a new day. I've told you now for five weeks, it's a new year. This is 2019. Hello? It's a new year. I'm expecting greater things in 2019. I'm expecting an expansion of God in my own personal life. I'm expecting an expansion of God in my kids and my great. I'm expecting that. I hope that that's what you're expecting. I hope that each of you are saying, I hope my kids grow spiritually. I hope that my family grows spiritually. I'm hoping that my business prospers. I hope, I hope and I pray that God has got me in the right spot, in the right place, so that I can feel this expansion and see the expansion so I can receive the blessings. I came to Rome believing that we're gonna tell a million people about Jesus, forgetting us that from the last day of December to the last day of January, almost 100,000 people watched what we do up here. 100,000. And that doesn't count every department of the live stream and the YouTube live and all that stuff. So here I'm thinking a few years ago, oh Lord, man, I don't know how many, even my leaders in America said, a million people, how are you gonna do that? My answer was God. I didn't have a better answer than God. Are you listening to me? Because some people are going to deny that what you're saying, it can't happen. If God is giving you the dream, then God is going to fulfill the dream. If God has told you this is going to happen for your life, then you need to pay attention to what God says instead of what everybody else has to say. Because if God is in this dream and God is in this expansion, then the only thing that can happen is the blessings of God that's going to come on my life. Blessings. I want you blessed. As your pastor, I say a blessing every Sunday on purpose. I could, I could end the service any way I choose. But I choose to extend a blessing to you. Because I believe that blessings come. Because God's promises are true. And God's going to meet us and take care of us. For your ministries. Next week, you're going to see a team of leaders at the front of this room that's going to extend all the way over there and all the way over there. And in some instances, they're going to be so tight because we have an expansion in the ministry department here. And I'm so thankful that there is an expansion taking place. And, and next Sunday, you're going to see a whole lot of people that said, I believe God. I'm going to give my time, like Meshach said today. I'm going to give my resources to help the expansion. And you're going to, God's going to speak to you next week. Because some of you, it's time for you to do some spiritual expansion in giving yourself and your time unto the Lord. See, Jabez is asking that God give him more influence. 
and the opportunity to bring glory to God. He wasn't wanting this for his own self. He knew that if he got blessed and God expand his resources and God expand his tent, then God's going to get the glory. Hello? Today, as all those children stood up here, man, if you'd see the test and the answer to, they had to know every book in the Bible. They had to know every book in the New Testament. They had to say that. Some of these kids were seven years old. And they were able to quote to you, and back there in the testing department over there, they were able to quote and say all this information. And, and my wife came home last week because she administered the test, and she says, those kids are amazing. Because just with a few weeks of teaching, those kids got that. Their parents helped them. Older siblings helped them. But at the day, the end of the day, they had to stand right here in this spot a little bit away from mom and dad. The lights are on. The camera's on. And give the answer. Now, if I was one of the parents of those kids up here, I'd say, I'd be saying, yay, God. If you're one of the parents and your kid hasn't gone through that process, trust those workers over there. They'll help your kids. Because the Bible says if you train up a child in the way they will go, when they are old, they will not depart from you. Don't you want that for your kids? I know some of you have got some young kids. Now also on the teenage department, there needs to be expansion there. I want our growth spiritually in our teenagers. I don't want us to have a little room and a little club of teenagers. I want us to have a spiritually-minded teenage group in our church where they're going after God. They're seeking God because God is the one that's going to help them in their school. God's going to help them in their family. God's going to help them in this city. God is the one that's going to do that. It's the same I want for our young adults. I want expansion. Thank God we got such a large young adult group in our church. Thank God. But I don't want to just expand numerically. I want an expansion spiritually. I want our young adults to be spiritually minded in the midst of taking that exam for their master's paper or their doctorate thing. I want God to show up and say, I'm your God and I'm going to help you. Because if they realize God will help them in the middle of their studies, then when they're in the middle of their difficult situations in their life, they're going to believe God. Say, Pastor, you are so fired up. What are you fired up about? Because I believe what I'm communicating to you today. I'm believing that it is time for expansion in your life. There's an expansion for our church, and there's an expansion for your life. But I end this today. I want you to know God is ready to take action. You do your part. God will do his part. You've heard me say it before, but put some feet on your prayers. You can't just sit in the chair. There's a time you get up out of your chair and say, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do this. Hear me. Everything I say from this pulpit is endorsed and supported by the word of God. This ain't Rick Pasquale theology. This is God's theology. This is God's word. 
I'm teaching you God's word. Jabez was a great man. They named a city after him. But what was said of him was remarkable. That in the entire lineage that they're listing, all the names of the family of Judah, they stop in the middle of the lineage listing in the Bible and put his prayer in there. Wow. No other time throughout the entire Bible is that happened. But Jabez it happened. Read it. Read it for yourself. You'll see. Wow. How did that happen? God's favor. God wanted you guys to know a few thousand years later that prayer works. That God's ready to expand. Jabez cried out to God of Israel. Listen to the ending of that verse. Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me. Don't you want God's hand? Don't you want God's hand? Would you bow your heads, please? Thank you for listening. I pray that you heard from God today. Today I want to say a prayer with you. You need to make sure Christ lives in your life. So would you please say this prayer with me? Dear Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for my sins. And I pray right now that you will come into my heart and into my life. And from this day forward, for the rest of my life, I will live for you. The things I was doing that were sin, I'm going to stop doing. Because you've just changed my life. And I thank you, Lord, for answering this prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. I know that if you've said that prayer today, that you're going to have a life change. Things are going to be incredibly different for your life, and we'd love to help you. So if you would go to our website, icfrome.org, and make contact with us, I'd love to give you some information and get you connected to a church. Remember, God loves you, and He has a plan for your life. Bless you.